Welcome back to this week's episode of Back Chat. I'm Brian. I'm Krista. And I thought you were going to come in with our Everybody Back Chat that thing is, again. But that, that's a thing of the past. It's a once a, once a month thing. Yeah. Oh, once only a, once a month. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Got once it. every two months max. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we know. Yeah. Now we know. It was a it was a fun little ditty while it happened, though. Yeah, it was. I think people really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to keep people on their toes. Yes. Yeah. If they're not on their toes, they're going to get weak calves. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I have weak calves, actually. I could work mine out more and for ankles. sure. And ankles. I have weak ankles. I'm always jealous when I see people in shorts and they have really nice calves. Like you know? just like jacked, like yeah. cut calves. Like there's nothing better than a nice set of calves, actually. Yeah. And then you look at your own and you're like, what the hell? It makes you actually want to get implants. Mine look like stems. Like calf implants. Yeah. And I think that's fairly feasible. I don't. I wonder how long the recovery time would be on calf implants. I feel like it would probably be better just to like, you know, do some like, you know, exercises <laughs> you can't for even, the calves. You can't even tell me which exercises. What is exercises. that thing people do for, you we're, know, we're both, for, to build muscle? I think it's exercise. It's I called. think so. But I like how we're both complaining about little calves and we can't name a calf exercise to yeah, do. No. <laughs> um, the one I know is to go up on your toes and then come back down. So okay. good for me. Yeah. I think that's a calf raise. Yeah. So okay. that's what I can do. Good for you. Yeah. Do not you, very many of them. Do you do them just freestanding or do you have weights? No, I don't do anything with weights. Okay. Ever. Ever. No. Okay. No. So, yeah. Okay. Exercise is not my thing. Okay. So anything with weights, that's not a medical thing. You just don't like to use weights when you exercise. Um, I'm sure I would like it if I tried. Okay. I've never really <laughs> tried. Oh. I'm just kind of a weak, like, person. Yeah. You know? Well, I wouldn't say that. I would just say maybe you're not a weight-mindedly Weight-minded. Weight-mindedly kind of person. That's right. I had to I'm add Dudley at the end. When people say, do you work out? I say, I'm not weight-minded. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Are, are you cardio-minded? Uh, I like to walk. Okay. That's it. So you're walk-minded. I, I like to run too, but I can't run because I don't have any muscle to protect my knees. Oh. You see? Yeah. So you have to have one to do the other. You totally do. Yeah. So that's what I'm lacking. And you need to protect your knees. Yes. Like appreciate them now because you won't have them forever. It's true. Mm-hmm. You, you won't have these knees forever. No. I read a quote somewhere once that was like, be nice to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Aw. Yeah. It's kind of true though. Yeah. That is yeah. true. I'm happy yeah. that I have good knees, but knock on wood because yeah. Because who knows? Maybe, you know, next week you won't have them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be grateful. <laughs> the loan shark- sharks will come to collect their debts and yeah, yeah break my Re- kneecaps. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't really know any loan sharks, but... Well, you know, yeah. hopefully neither of us um, ever do. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of knowing things, do you know what your fake sponsor would be today? I do. Okay. I do. So um, this was kind of a funny little story. And I yeah. also want to point out um, that sometimes your approach to mm-hmm. something yeah. can make a huge difference. So... okay. Um, I, the, I work in kind of real town area. Yes. And so there's like the Taco Fino, um, blue truck, I think it's called the blue right. truck. And Taco Fino is delicious. It's like their burrito truck or something. Yeah. Okay. It's delicious. Yeah. So they come around like usually maybe once or twice a month, I think. Okay. And, um, I like to get the burrito from there, but I always like to add guacamole. Okay. And 
the past like three times that I've got it, yeah. I've paid for the extra guacamole, which is like, it's not cheap. It's like $3 for, yeah. which is like quite a bit to add guac, right? Guacamole is expensive anywhere when you go to it buy is, it. It is, right? Even though avocados really aren't that expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. the markup doesn't quite make sense retail No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But yeah, so like also, you know, if I'm going to pay that extra dollars, like I want my burrito to have like fucking guacamole. You want it to look like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... Anyways, the past three times that I've got my black bean burrito, mm-hmm. um, they forgot to put the guacamole on it. So oh. I would take it back to the office and then I'd be eating it and I'd be like, oh, because I it, you know, paid for this $3 guacamole that then yeah. they forgot to put on. And that jacks up the price of your burrito quite a bit. Right? Attacking three bucks. Goes on. from a $10 one to a $13 one. Which is quite a pricey lunch. It is a pricey lunch. Yeah. So, um, and I don't usually really like write in to places okay. and be like, but I was like, I'm just going to send them an email and just, it was kind of like just a funny email. I was like, I love you guys, but that's like $9. That's a cheap bottle of wine that I could have been drinking on Friday, you know, exactly. like, cause Lord knows like, you know, it's rich people shit, like adding $3 guacamole times three. So that's three times you were shorted. Exactly. $9. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and I wasn't really sure if anything would even come from it, mm-hmm. but I actually got a really sweet email from uh, I guess I'm not sure what his actual position is, but oh, he's the operations manager for Taco Fino for the truck operations manager, Chris Payne. And he was so nice and sent like a funny, it, like I kind of sent like a bantery funny email and he sent yeah. me one back. Did your email, was it inclusive of the little tidbits about the cheap bottle of wine yes. and things like that? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, but, and he was like, we'll give you free lunch next Wednesday. Just come up. I told the guys that you'll come and also refund you for all the missed guacamole orders. So like come have lunch on us. And I was like, that's so sweet. But it's like, you know, sometimes it's like just being like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, and having like a positive attitude about it. Like, it's like, I'm not going to be like, you guys fucking made up my guacamole on my burrito. Because how many people probably do that? Right? And then I'd yeah. be like, fuck you, I'm not replying to that. Or like, well, exactly. sorry, bitch, don't fucking come back to Taco Fino. Like, yeah. that would be my, I feel like, maybe approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you yeah. were nice, and he was And nice he was really you. nice back. And it was just nice, you know, things like that don't always have to be like this terrible exchange where you have this awful experience, and now you're mad, and you don't want Exactly. You know? And if you think about it, not to get too deep, but mm. really, mm. no experience has to be like that. We have it's the true. we have the freedom to ensure yeah. every exchange is like your exchange with Taco Fino. We right? choose to make them negative. Yes, it's very true. So mm. thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thank you, Taco Fino Blue Track. I can't wait to eat my burrito. That's so exciting. Next week. Yeah, what a good company. I know, and right? Just like spreading the kindness. I think that whole exchange is kindness. Yeah, it was. It was it was cute. It was like a nice little yeah. exchange on something that, you know you know guacless burrito totally. like that sucks yeah because they didn't have to give you free lunch and no. your money back for no. it no or, or even an email back for that matter no yeah. no None, nothing mm-hmm. and i wondered i was like i wonder if i'll i'll get an email back but yes they were lovely about it so Aww, that's great yeah. yeah so that's my fake sponsor this Good week to hear. faith restored in humanity thanks right? to taco fino yeah exactly so what about you do you have a fake sponsor today well i've been doing quite a bit of traveling the last little bit you have. I think. Um, so we jotted down to Australia 
for just a short little visit down there. Was it short? You guys were gone for like three weeks, it feels um, like. Almost, yeah. I said short because we didn't really stop the podcast because we pre-recorded, so. Yes, <laughs> I know. This is actually the first time we're recording in a month. Yeah, which it's, is crazy. Yeah, it's it, it is crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, we went to Australia, we went to um, Sydney, and then we flew up to Brisbane because Jake bought me Taylor Swift tickets for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, How was it? Amazing show. She's so great. I've been a Taylor Swift fan for like the last decade anyways. T-Swift. And just to see her like do her newer poppy stuff in a stadium of 50,000 people was incredible. Oh my God, amazing. Yeah, and she gave everybody, when you walk in the door, you got like um, a bracelet to put on that lit up. So it was like coordinated oh light show in the stands That's around. So yeah, funny. it was really, really Every- Everyone well got done. a bracelet? Every person in that stadium. Oh. And then they had, um, I, I'm assuming, some kind of a light board where they could control the colors that displayed and Crazy. where they displayed. Did they? Do you and have to so, give the bracelet back after? No, you got to wear it home. And we took them. What was so expensive? And it beat, like, they blinked for like a few days after. It oh was my God, really funny. Cute. Yeah, That's we're cute. like, oh, Taylor's listening again. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like That's the so next cute. communication privacy breach is Taylor Swift concert bracelets. Yeah, totally. Oh my god! It's like they're listening to you. But yeah, no, it was a really well done show. Um, it was really funny because um, in Brisbane, when they have events at their cricket stadium, that's the stadium she performed in called the Gabba, they encourage people not to drive there. So often they'll have shuttles that leave from downtown and various places to go oh, to the stadium. How come? Just like drinking um, to and save on or? congestion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Exactly. Because, you yeah. know, like here in Vancouver, like when there's a game on, it's it the worst. gridlocks the city. Yeah. And so they're trying to avoid that. And it worked quite well, actually. It was oh, a really nice. short shuttle down. But we're waiting in line for the shuttle. And it was all like moms and their preteen daughters. Aww. And then there was like me and Jake standing in line. So they're just like, <laughs> my first concert. Yeah. And we're just like, we just love some Taylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cute. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So that was really well done. But anyways, so that ties in fake sponsor wise because we flew from Sydney to Brisbane to see that show. Yes. Then we flew from Brisbane to Melbourne. Then we went from Melbourne over to Perth. Then we went Perth back to Sydney, Sydney to Gold Coast, back to Sydney, back to Canada. Wow. So we took eight flights in total for that trip. Oh my God. And then when I got home, I had to fly to Alberta and then come back. And then I had to fly up to Northern BC and come back. So I've been on 12 flights in the last month. Wow. So you're done. I'm done flying for a while. Yeah. My arms are exhausted. <laughs> oh my god! But one thing you must I must be jacked at this point. Oh, oh they're they're huge. Look at yeah. me, you know. Yeah, yeah. you don't Those get wings. this big by not flying. Yeah, there you go. Um, one thing I notice I have on all these flights is always a package of Blue Excel peppermint gum. Like always. you have this, or they provide I it? I always have it. Oh, you I always have, have it. A it's package it's of your it on flight me. essential. It is actually. It's kind of like an everywhere essential, but especially on a flight, I always have Excel gum, and it's always the dark blue kind. Like the winter or whatever. Um, no, peppermint. Peppermint. I think it's just called peppermint. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Always. Okay. So shout out for that. It's just a staple. Just because like with the ears popping. And yeah, the... and it's just nice. Like if you drink a coffee on the plane or something, you sleep True. for a while. It's just, you're sitting you know, so close to a stranger. Exactly. If you want to talk to them, it's nice to know that you don't smell like, like terrible. something awful. Yeah. Um, and isn't that the worst when you're on a plane? If you guys can hear, I don't know if you can hear this, but my cat is going absolutely insane in the corner. I'm not sure if She's got a new box up. and she's going nuts. Kitties yeah. and boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Um, 
What was I going to say? I don't know. Something. Just <laughs> uh, air sign stuff. Yeah, just air sign yeah. stuff. Hashtag. Just air sign stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah, back to the gum. I always have it on me. It's great. And so they're my fake sponsor today. Blue nice. XL peppermint gum. The dark there blue kind though. The I don't dark really blue. like any other kind except the dark blue XL. The dark blue. So why why were you um, why were you having to fly so quickly? I mean, you just got home and yeah. you had already gone on two flights, two separate ones? Totally. Yeah. So I got home on Monday yeah. and then um, a really close friend of the family passed away. Oh no. So I had to fly to Alberta for a funeral just to be there um, for a really good friend of mine. Yeah. And um, be support. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's not really about the person that passed away. It's being there it's for about the people the, yeah. that are dealing with a lot of grief. Wow. Someone is... Yeah, someone upstairs. Time upstairs right now. Banging on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Probably literally banging on the floor. Oh, yeah. That noise. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I had to fly back for this funeral and um, kind of a funny story about it. I don't want to say it's a funny story because it's involved with the funeral, but I think. I think it might have been the most awkward 50 seconds to a minute of my life that occurred. What happened? So I um, I get to the venue for this funeral and um, I like I sat with the family in the front. They asked me to sit with them and it yeah. was really kind of them, you right. know, to include me in that, which was nice. But they hired some sound guy and he comes up. The funeral is due to start at two o'clock. Yes. Um, like 500 people came to this thing. It was oh my a, gosh, that's really a really big, big one. Yeah, a really well-liked person had passed away. And um, the sound guy comes up before the funeral is about to start very shortly and says, my, to, to um, one of the family members that yeah. had made a slideshow on PowerPoint. And he goes, my computer won't play a PowerPoint slideshow. Why? Something like this. I don't know. And it's not the kind of thing you want to find out that shortly before the funeral. Like you're the AV start. guy, but you don't have sound. Exactly. PowerPoint? Yeah, it was confusing. So yeah. he goes, does anyone have a laptop? And everyone looks around because they're a family going to a funeral. They're not going to have a laptop. Like, no, I don't ha- happen to have a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> so I had mine. So I say, I have one. He goes, oh, can you go get it really quick? So I go get my laptop. Oh my God. And I set it up at the back. He had all kinds of issues hooking it up to an HDMI cable, which normally you just plug in. Yeah. That should have been red flag number one. Okay. Yes. So we get the PowerPoint pulled up. He doesn't know how to work a Mac. Yeah. And so I was like, what are we going to do? And the sister, um, like the family member sisters beside me, and she goes, well, it's my slideshow. So when they start the eulogy, we'll just run back really quick. I'll come with you and we'll play it because I want to play a video of um, the guy playing his guitar, the person right. who passed away. There's right. a short, cute little video of him playing a guitar. Right, and right. she said, I'll play that after yeah. and we'll pull it up. So yeah. I'm like, fair enough. So the eulogy happens. Um, we get up, run to the back, which was kind of awkward because it's in front of so many people. Yeah, kind of totally. Funeral, and you're we, like, we had to pull it up. Pardon me. Because yes, of yes. the AV guy. Yeah. So we get to the back. What are they doing up there? Who knows? <laughs> pull, up, pull up the PowerPoint. Yeah. So that part plays seamlessly. And it was a really nice slideshow of all well, the photos that she had put together. And then um, it's still up on the big projection screen. It's, the lights are dimmed. 500 people are waiting for the next thing to come on the screen. You know that little awkward transition? Yes, totally. And of course, with the how he had set up the HDMI, you can see the mouse move across the screen, oh, yeah, yeah. open up the video after, whatever. Fair enough. Um, however, he had set the sound up was not connected to my computer. Oh. Yeah. So we pull this video what? up of the guy playing the guitar and there is no sound and he's just playing the guitar so on like, mute. Oh my God. Ugh. And I throw my hands up. I look over at the sound guy. He just shrugs his shoulders. Like, I don't know what to do. And I looked over at You're um, like, Great, thanks. the sister and she goes, just pull the plug. Like just pull the plug on the laptop. And I'm like, okay. So keep in mind the lights are dim. 
So I pull the plug on the laptop to so it take it off the display. Dark. The screen goes black. The room's too dark for the pastor to see oh, that no. we wanted to keep going with the service. Like move on. So everyone's sitting there in utter confusion for probably 45 to 50 seconds as the sister runs back up to the front. Oh my God. And tells the pastor to continue everything. And it was just kind of mortifying. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I, that's like a very like you thing too. Like you totally. do not like... To be in positions where like that, because where especially where it looks like it's your fault. Well, because people were turning around and looking. Yeah, and I'm at the laptop, and you're like, and I am like not it was the my one. Fault. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm the one who just ran out and grabbed my computer, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So it was kind of laughable, but also it was just a little bit mortifying, and oh I feel gosh. like I needed to tell this story to yeah. get it out there, just <sighs> to get it out of my system. Just like you, you know, put shift that responsibility. <laughs> Exactly. You're like, honestly, this it wasn't me. my fault. This is me calling him out. You're like, if anyone from the funeral is listening, like, <laughs> just, just please know, know, please know that I didn't do it on purpose. Oh my God. That's yeah. so funny. So that's my, that's my story. Yeah. That's not, that. that's not great for when you're hiring someone no. to do like and AV. I think he might've done it for free because he was a close friend was it as like well, I think. like uncle marty know. type of thing i think where it was it's kind like, of that yeah. you know and it's like he's still running you know windows 95 and it was a small town so i'm he probably knew them somehow maybe not right. an uncle but yeah it was one of those deals like I'm a assuming. friend in some way exactly yes. yeah yeah uh, but the rest of it went really well that's good um the local hutterite community yes they made the most delicious lunch for everyone after and they actually oh, really? donated like all of the buns that they homemade, like oh, they made yeah. over 500 buns for everyone and oh like God, roasted amazing. beef and everything. Yeah. So it was a very delicious lunch. That sounds amazing. Hatterites. Yeah. I forgot about them. Right. There are a lot of them in Manitoba. There are. And, and I guess in Alberta. Alberta has quite a large Hutterite population and oh, they're always lovely people. Mm-hmm. Lovely people. The food is great. They're... Buns, Hutterite buns are the best bakery product oh, ever. Yum. Yeah. Now I want one. I'm they should hungry. start an online business or something selling their food because it's great. Maybe it's like, doesn't line up with tradition. Who, yeah, the internet, probably not actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause they're Cause very I don't strict. think they do do that. No, no they're I... not supposed to have televisions or like quite a few things. It, yeah. Colony rules. Yeah. yeah. It's an yeah. interesting, an interesting way of life. It's totally. not full Amish, but yeah. it's very similar in some traditional aspects. Yes. Well, you know, um, so I was just thinking, so our last episode that we recorded, I think we did our, it was our dumpster fire episode. It was our dumpster fire episode. Um, and I think we talked about our McDonald's orders on that. We did. Which also, by the way, our super fan told me that she listened to that episode and like thought that we were both total like weaklings and that our orders were like weak. What? Yeah. She was like, I can eat like triple that and your orders suck. Wow. Yeah. She said that our orders suck. That's, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. <laughs> I don't know. I choose to view I it as know. a compliment because that just means we're not a hardcore McDonald's junkie. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Think that, I think the fact that our McDonald McDonald's orders suck say, says a lot about us. Right. Right. <laughs> Could be. But I think so. so I got food poisoning a couple weeks ago. What? Not from McDonald's. Okay. Um. From <laughs> well, like, here we go. From like a cafe. I had this like pulled pork. I won't say the cafe because I don't know. It's like yeah. honestly, they're usually amazing. But okay. I had a pulled pork sandwich and I. I had ate at like 2.30 and then mm-hmm. I ended up just like 
by 5 30 i was at my i was driving over to my cousin's house i was in an evo and i was like do not fucking puke in this evo oh. and like i'm trying not to think about the pulled pork but it's like the only thing like popping in my mind is yeah. like this fucking pulled pork with like coleslaw sandwich it, like makes me want to barf just oh, even thinking about Krista, it i'm kind of feeling like oh. gross thinking about it too. it was terrible so like and i got to my i got to my cousin's house and of course like my adorable little niece who's like just turned two answers the door with with my cousin and yeah. is like auntie puff and i'm like move like oh get out of my way and i literally just like ended up barfing at their house for like three hours and then Whoa. my her husband drove me home did you get all clammy and sweaty and oh it just... was terrible Man. It's, it was terrible was that... i have not like i i'm not really a big puker yeah like i'm not when i get sick I, it's i'm more of a shitter you know what i mean yeah um, so it was like a brutal, oh, brutal that puke. Is so brutal. Yeah. And especially pulled pork too. Like with, so the, I ha- with the barbecue sauce oh, I know. and like Ugh. the chipotle taste, I'm totally. assuming. So like, disgusting. Ugh. Oh, it was so disgusting. Yeah. Um, no bueno. No. And I, so since then I haven't eaten meat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now my McDonald's order is basically out the window. Yeah. Yeah. You have to order a McChicken with no but, chicken. But I was vegan for a long time. Okay. So like a long time and vegetarian for a long time. Does it feel good to get back to that actually? Yeah, it does actually. So I'm, I'm enjoying it so far and it's, it's making me, I feel like want to cook more oh, and stuff like good. that. Cause I don't really like cooking me anyway. I, I usually just eat it if I'm out Yeah. or like ordering it from somewhere, but I don't really like to cook it at home. Right. But yeah, so I just haven't eaten meat since then. So hey, it's kind of funny. Yeah. And that's actually incredibly good for the environment to skip yeah. out on meat every now and then. Well, that's what I hear. There you go. That's what I hear. Well, look at you. You're and just the little like the animals. Queen, the, the queen of green over there. Yeah. Now I'm like feeling like thinking, I'm like, oh, like a little piggy. Poor piggy. Oh, yeah. And you know what's actually extra weird about eating pork? If anything, you can transplant parts of a pig into a person. Yeah. And they're smarter than dogs. Yeah. And I've read somewhere in like a cannibal's memoir somewhere that like if you're going to compare human meat to anything, it's It's like pork. It's like pork, yeah. So I don't eat pork. You don't eat pork? The only thing I eat is I'll eat bacon, Mm. but I would eat bacon even if it was made out of a person because it's delicious. But you could do turkey bacon um, or something. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 yeah, I do like bacon, but I can't eat like a piece of solid pork meat. Yeah. It just weirds me out. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've just been enjoying not eating it, actually. Oh, and it's good. kind of like way easier mm-hmm. than I thought it would be. Yeah. But um, it reminded me... <laughs> This is just this is a funny story. Side note. Okay. Um, well, when I first went vegetarian, I was like quite young. Okay. Um, and I used to do, do you remember like lunch monitors? Totally. Okay. So I used to be a lunch monitor. I was like in grade six or something. I feel like you would be a very strict little lunch monitor. Right? <laughs> I feel like you would be no nonsense, Nancy. <laughs> Keep your hands there. Stop. Like, oh my God. Also like don't even really like kids that much. I mean, I don't dislike kids, but you know what I mean? You're, no You're also a, a child yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, so, and my family, like we had a big family growing up and like our lunches were all like really nice and homemade, but it's so mm-hmm. funny cause you don't want a homemade lunch when you're a kid. Right. Like you're like, I want like the Lunchable and yeah. like the pack of Dunkaroos, not yeah. the homemade cookies exactly. and the tuna sandwich, you yeah, know? Yeah, nothing good for you. You want everything in a package yeah. that's been advertised. And like juice box, you. you know, uh-huh. in, in a carton, not yeah. in a reusable plastic container. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want all the high fructose corn syrup yeah. in your blood. Yeah, because you're like, I'm in grade six, mm-hmm. so I'm 12. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm 12 and I don't know what's good for me. Um, so I used to do this lunch monitoring. I can't even remember. I think the kids were like in grade one or two. Okay. And um, I, they had such good food and they wouldn't eat it. Oh. Like they, like these kids, they just were so used to getting like Dunkaroos or like grape juice yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I would be like, are you going to eat that? Or I would tell them to throw it away. <laughs> so like the first time it was like, they were like, I don't want this. I'm throwing it away. And I was like, oh, that's such a good food. Yeah. And then he threw it away and I was like, so when they went out for like recess, yeah. I picked it out of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like cookies or something. I can't even remember the yeah. first thing. And then I realized all these kids that have this really good food. Yeah. They, that they don't eat. Yeah. If they just throw it away, then I can eat it's it. It's free pickings. So, yeah. So I started like. <laughs> you I became a lunch monitor dumpster diver. I did. And I would like make them throw it away. To, but like they would actually <laughs> want to eat it and I would tell them to throw it away. Oh, that's so funny. That's where it got to. Because you're like, I'm the lunch monitor. You're throwing You're throwing it garbage. away. Throw that away. I would like go around and like see what all the kids had and like tell them to throw things away. I'd be like, you're, you can't eat that. Oh, that's so funny. And they'd be like, but I want it. And I'd be like, no. Yeah. No, Sally. Toss it. Those homemade cookies go in the garbage. Yeah. (laughs) You're not eating those on my watch. Yeah. I feel like your name could have been Dolores. Oh, right. I mean, oh, so terrible. So, and then, and I would just, and then at the end of it, I would just pick everything out of the garbage (laughs) and then I would go and And eat it in my classroom and just have this like feast of feast. Eat like a king. Yeah. So I, I guess like how this all came to an end was that a kid went home and told their parents that the lunch monitor made them throw out their food that they wanted to eat. <laughs> and so the parent contacted the, um, t- the teacher. Well, as because the parent probably slaved away making this food. And it was probably like, and was, who is this fucking can, monster can, child? Can you imagine how mad you would be getting oh my that God, call yeah. if you made um, like a lunch for your niece and you Ooh. heard that the lunch monitor made her throw it away? Right? <laughs> like crazy. So... Yeah. They, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry, back chat. Um, oh my God, look at my cats though. They're licking each other. So cute. So um, the teacher, like, I guess heard about this. And so instead of just like confronting me about it, it's so funny. They let me do like to do my lunch monitor duty. And then when the kids went out for a recess and I was picking everything out of the trash, <laughs> the teacher was like, Krista Marshall. Oh, she set up a lunch trap. She sent. She set up a lunch trap. So oh she set herself to come back right at the time where I would be picking everything out of the garbage. Oh, that's so funny. I know. And I was like, eh, you know, oh, I had to yeah. go to the principal's office. Like they were so upset with me. Like, why would you do this? Well... It's so funny. My first reaction would have been concern. Like, are you getting enough Like, are food? you getting enough food? Why are you scavenging in the garbage? Yeah, I know. It's so funny. And so like, and I was in so much trouble and they were like, they were like, we can't trust you. Like wow. they really made me feel bad about it. And they yeah. were like, we're taking away this responsibility. Like you, you are, have shown that you cannot be trusted with this and blah, wow. blah, blah. And I thought this was, you know, the end of my career as a lunch monitor and <laughs> in life i was like this will haunt me for the rest of my life oh yeah that lunch monitor and it thing did. from grade six like i felt all... so guilty about it for so long mm-hmm. like i don't know what i was thinking you know who well, knows now i think it's actually hilarious it, it's really funny and you were an opportunistic kid i was you saw that and... i was like you know what my mom doesn't buy dunkaroos yeah so you have to throw yours away 
because I want to try and them I'm out. I'm going to take them. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could have started a profitable little business. Right? And like, yeah. I would even like bring things to my friends and like, yeah. I'd be like, what do you guys want today? Like, See? I can you know totally what? throw things away. It wasn't lunch theft. It was capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh my You'd God. make a great business student. <laughs> I was, and I remember being so mad at the little boy. I can't remember what his name was, but you know, I was like so mad at him for like telling on me. Wow. And yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And I just make them all go outside too. Like if so it was you... raining, they didn't want to go outside. And I would make them go outside just because I wanted to pick through the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this is all black and white in my head for some reason. Right. And melodramatic and the yeah. rain's pouring down. And, and all I'm like these poor little out... kids are oh, it outside would be. soaked. I'm not even supposed to let them out that way. And they you're gl- cackling inside, pulling their pulling food, their out, of the food out of the garbage. Yes. Because I wasn't allowed to leave unless they were all outside. So I would make them go outside. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's hilarious. What a crazy little girl I was. Man. I did well, a lot of weird shit like that. Creative though. You know? That is pretty creative. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's my first experience of thieving. Okay. Thieving, you know? Yeah. No, not theft. It's capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've covered that. Even better. Even better. Just to make you feel better. Yeah. You know? You know? Yeah. I don't want you to feel bad. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of things that make us feel good and... Really good. Don't make us feel bad. That's no, for sure. They don't make us feel bad because sometimes they shine a little brighter and right. uplift your soul. Yes. Yes. It might be time for... <gasps> it's, it's in the, the stars. I love how dramatic. I would actually love to hear the first time that we said it's in the stars and what it sounded like then compared compared to what it is now. Maybe we could do um, it's in the stars montage. Oh my gosh. Yes. A cross comparison over the. That would be really cute. Yeah. Ah. Could be good. Sounds like a lot of work. It does sound like a lot of work. (laughs) I mean, we're going to hire someone to do it. Yes. Yes, we we will hire someone to come in and just make an in the stars compilation. Yes. I would probably pee my pants laughing here and say it would in be the stars really funny. over and over. Um, you know what? That could also be a good Christmas gift. Just saying. <laughs> Have someone just put it just say us uh, saying it's in the stars over and over. Yeah. Merry sure. Christmas to us. Yeah. Put it out on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so since we're into um Sagittarius. Yes, it's the season, season of the Sag. Yes. So I just want to say that um, my really good friend Liz, mm. who is in Perth in Western Australia, um, her and her family were so hospitable when we went to visit and their entire family showed up to have a dinner with us when we arrived. Oh, cute. She's got a big family. She's nice. got a lot of siblings, all of their spouses, all the kids, her cute. parents, they were all there for this dinner. Nice. Then um, they had built a vacation home in, um, it's an area called Dunsborough, yeah. which is in like, it's south of Perth. It's um, on the ocean. There's wine country around it. It's gorgeous. Nice. They let us stay there for two nights. Wow. And she drove us everywhere. So she's my favorite Sagittarius. And oh, I just wanted to give her a big thank you oh, for Sagittarius. Sagittarius are really fun. Sagittarius yeah. are a great time. For Sag season, her and her family. If you want to impress a Sagittarius, all you have to do is look good okay yeah Sagittarius are very into appearances actually yes I can see it um and like into fashion and stuff like that so if you want to impress a Sagittarius it's first impressions are very important to them okay if you're like looking really really good across the room they're gonna be like "Mm, yeah I see you Ah. I see you and like that would be like their thing like 
they always are like well put together. Yeah. You know, don't you find that? Like think this, of all the Sagittarius in your life. I'm just thinking of Liz. That's her to a T. Really? Yeah. There you go. You know? Well, so um, I thought we would go back to Karina Dross from okay. autostraddle.com, our favorite um, lesbian strudel site. Love lesbian strudels. You know, I Is think there... they've never replied to us because we call it a lesbian strudel site. I think we probably offended them on day one. Yeah. Which, take a number but, you know. and go back to your salad. <laughs> take a number. Um, but I just love her horoscope. She's uh, so well-spoken. Sp- like yeah. I love the way she writes. We're in love with her. Yeah. We're in we love are. with we Karina Dross. It's a thruple. It is, yeah. If we could have it, it would be back chat, B-A-C-K. Yeah. Brian and Karina and Krista. It would. Back hack. Back hack. Back hack chat. Karina, we're willing to add the K into our back yeah. for you. Although, isn't that Karina with a C? It's Karina with a C. So then we would become back chat truly. Yeah. Yeah. Really would be. And then all those people who mistakenly try to find us. <laughs> I can't find you on Spotify. Yeah. Well, because you're not spelling it right, Christine. <laughs> Okay, so let's get back to the wonderful Sagittarian season that we have found ourselves in. Yes, right. So what are you going to read us from Christina Dross's wonderful, wonderful prose? Um, so I am going to read you the her, her November um, Sagittarius horoscope, which Amazing. I actually feel is very fitting if I think about all the Sagittarius in my life right now. Yeah. So <clears throat> Sagittarius. This month begins a new chapter for you. As Jupiter moves into your sign, a part of you is being reborn. Hmm. New opportunities may come your way, or you may feel at the height of your powers. An unshakable optimism is available to you. Whatever grief or stress you're also carrying. Wow. I love unshakable optimism. Who doesn't? Yeah. I, you know, uh, I just love when you can't, you can't even shake it off if you tried. Mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Not really. Relationships at this time need to make room for you to grow. You're like a snake shedding. <laughs> You're like a snake. You're like a snake shedding an old skin that's become too tight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Let these transitions be something to celebrate. Okay. Get ready for the excitement and risks inherent in pursuing bigger dreams. That's, Ooh. that's very exciting. And then her tip of the month is start dreaming big. You are being called into the spotlight. Ooh, called upon. The next 13 months help you deepen your self-love in a way that shows the world what you've learned and what you have to teach. Wow. Answer the call. That's Woof. big. Answer the call. That's boom, probably boom, you know? one of the most like prominent and like business sounding horoscopes that you've read ever for It's in the Stars. Yeah. Like that's powerful. Right? There's some big stuff going down for Sagittarians. Sagittarians, you know, you be on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty really, good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was one. a great one. Um, the writing didn't let us down as usual. No, I'm almost kind of curious to read like both of ours as well, but maybe we don't have time for that. Probably not. Um, You know what? You do you. Should we do it? Yeah. Or you do us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, we do. We could do a Libra. Should we do a Libra? We always default to a Libra, so why don't well, we hear Well, you know what? Now that you're back from vacation, yeah. maybe we need to do a double take. I could Everyone do... hates us because we only ever do Libras and Aquariuses. And... Well, the Librans and Aquarians love us. So yes, yes. Yeah. Everyone else? They're like, you never do Scorpio. <laughs> don't worry. We'll get to it one we'll day. We'll get to you. But today's not your day, so. Yeah. Um, so Libra, you may feel like there's a lot percolating around you right now, Ooh. but you have the choice about how to engage with it. 
You'll be noticing what's not getting said, whose voices aren't part of the conversation. And if you choose to, you can champion those left out perspectives. Mm. Hmm. Most importantly, though, you're learning how to center yourself in all your relationships. Ah, nice. that's very true. Start noticing how it feels in your body when you are fully aware of what you need and then how it feels when you start leaning away from yourself and tracking everyone else. Fascinating. You have so much potential for beautiful and meaningful connections right now, but you must stay fully yourself to benefit from them. Don't change, Libra. Wise. Um, Here's your start dreaming big moment. What does it mean to use your voice? Who do you need to be in conversation with? How can your ideas spread and your words carry power to heal? Oh, I like that. Very How can your good. words carry power to heal? That's a good one. Yeah, that's good for everyone, yeah. not just a Libra. Right? You know what we never really do is Pisces. We don't do Pisces very often, do no. we? No. No. Actually, have we ever done Pisces? Should we do it? You know what? Yeah. Why not? Triple in the stars for you guys yeah. today. Um, Pisces, visibility is coming up for you this month. Certain internal processes and buried feelings are spilling out of you, whether or not you're sure what you want to share them. Mm. Now's the time to release attachment to looking or sounding a certain way, but don't worry. The image you're trying to project isn't going to match up to the shifting terrain of your heart any anyway, and slipping into vulnerability is actually the perfect way to also recognize your strength. Mm. Risk sincerity, risk radical acts of honesty. Let yourself be seen. That's good. And here's your start dreaming big for the month. You have more knowledge and skills than you usually take credit for. Start scheming ways to step into your full power. Step into that power, yeah. Step into your full power, (laughs) honey. Is Pisces one fish or two fish? I don't know. Or is it even a fish? Uh, They're fish. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it's one or two, though. Is it a fiend? Historically. Um, I don't know, actually. Is Pisces two fish? Or one fish. The fish are usually portrayed swimming in opposite directions. Yes. It's like a little trout yin-yang. It represents the duality within the Piscean nature. They are ruled by Neptune, and they are a mutable sign of our zodiac. So, yeah, it's two fish. It's two fish. Oh, because they often feel like they're being pulled in different directions, Mm. making it difficult to make concrete decisions. Well, it's hard to nail something down in the current of life. Yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes you're upstream, sometimes you're downstream. Sometimes you're the fish, sometimes you're the hook. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) There's some Pisces insight for us. Yeah. So speaking of hooks, they go in the water and so do Mm. Aquarians because you're the little water bearer with your container. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Container? Did I say vessel? I feel Uh, like vessel. Yeah, like a vase. A vase, (laughs) if you will. Well, let's hear what's up for you guys. Oh, should we listen? Should we see what's up for Aquarius? We need to, yeah. I mean, why not? All right. Exactly. We've done three. Why stop now, Krista? Yeah, let's just do the whole fucking Zodiac. We're going to do it the whole shebang. No, we'll stop at Aquarians. Yeah, but we'll stop at Aquarians. If but... you're listening and you're an Aquarius, perk your ears up. Yes. Have you been basing your sense of self-worth on your competence or intelligence? Whenever you find yourself assessing yourself as good or bad, right or wrong, you know it's time to release your attachment to the idea of what you should be and start paying closer attention to what your real desires are. I mean, that's easier said than done. True. And this is a, that's a hard one for me actually in particular. Also that just mirrored the first paragraph of my horoscope. Like oh yeah. Crazy. They're oh, so did. similar. Yeah. 
What feels alive for you in this moment? Can you let it be something unusual? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Can it be something you're not good at yet or don't know enough about? Ooh. Let your curiosity lead you to new connections this month. It's a beautiful time to meet people you didn't think you'd have much in common with and find the language you both can speak. And then my start dreaming big for Aquarius. Welcome unexpected and unlooked for connections, especially the kinds that connect you to a larger constellation of inspiring people. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, and I like how she worked constellation in there for <sighs> the stars. Throwing in the stars. Yeah. She's, she's so great. That clever little shrew. I know. <laughs> she's a shrew now. Well, apparently. I don't know. Just for today. Yeah. It just, it came out. You Why know, the fuck I'm just, not? I'm going with the, thanks to Pisces, I'm following the flow of my mind. And there just you go. what I think. That's right. You're yeah. taking risks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following her own advice. She can't get mad at me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. Like, well, or so we think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe Karina, if you're listening, just throw us a bone on this one. Yeah. Just give us a, you know, throw us a little something. Throw us a pass. Yeah. We need, know? we need something from you. Yeah. Yeah. We've said in the past, we won't stalk you. We promise. <laughs> Maybe our fingers are crossed. Maybe mm -hmm. they're not. But if Karina ever wanted to stalk us. Oh, yeah. Uh, she could find me on Instagram at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And she could find me on, on Instagram at Bryhelix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. Or she could go to Backchat Podcast yeah. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she Check could us out even, there. she could send us an email at she could. backchatpodcast at gmail.com. That's true. She really doesn't have an excuse. No, at this point, come yeah. on. We shout you out like almost every other episode. Oh my God, look at my fucking cats. Right. What the fuck? They're actually adorable, you guys. Ugh, it's yeah. just insane. They're cuddling in a way that you would only see on a cat calendar. I actually oh, can't believe I'm seeing this in real life. I know. They're so cute. They're obsessed with each other. It's adorable. Well, just so we can get going to enjoy this cat view. Yes. Yes. I would like to say that that's a wrap on this week's episode of Back Chat. I think it is. Yeah. I'm Brian. I'm Krista. And, and together, together we're 